Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. This is your host, Brian, joined by my compadre. Captain Cleveland, Ryan Sable, Browns, Cavs, Indians. <laughs> and today we have a very, very special guest in the building, none other than Mr. Hollywood himself. That's your new nickname now, by the way. Brad I'll take Lambert. it. Everybody hey gets an AKA. That's right. I'll take it. That's a good one. I'll take it. <laughs> well, Brad, man, thank you so much for uh, for joining us on the show. Thank you for uh, having you know, me. Before we kind of dig into it, for for those of you that are, for, you know, for our fans out there that may have, you know, never heard of, of you or what you, you sure. know, currently do in Hollywood, give a little bit of background to our, our listeners out there. Sure. Uh, from Pittsburgh, PA. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Steeler fan in the house. <sighs> um, uh, I was in the sports industry for about 10 years, working with my favorite teams and athletes, including the six-time Super Bowl champions, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, <laughs> one of them, uh, one of them yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, all day, all day. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and then I, you know, I, I'm a passion-driven guy, right? So I wanted to work with my favorite teams and athletes and provide whatever value I can around those guys and those teams and those agencies to, to make it a big part of my life. And the other side of that coin for me is film and entertainment. I'm a huge nerd. I love pop culture. I love film, TV, music, the whole nine. So I wanted to come out and, and chase my passions out here in Hollywood. Uh, I moved out here about five years ago to work with Robert Downey Jr. and his incredible team. Uh, and that was just a life-changing experience. I'm super grateful for that. And then I went over to Warner Brothers for a few years and managed the marketing campaigns for a TV, film, and catalog. So the stuff you saw on social media, the content, I helped produce that. Um, so that was a, a blast over there. I had a great time working on some of my favorite titles. Um, and uh, after that, I, I left, and I've been doing my own thing ever since. So I, I produce, I manage, I speak, uh, try to be involved as much as I can with as many things as I can out here in Hollywood. Um, and it's all a passion thing for me. So, you know, whatever I can do around those things, I do it. So sometimes I'm consulting other times I'm producing, like I said, um, it's a, it's a new challenge each and every day. Awesome, man. That, that, that's incredible. I mean, uh, you. you know, Thank from you. Pittsburgh came to, came to college right here in North Carolina at NC, yeah, state. NC state. What were, uh, what was your, uh, your major over there at, at state? Uh, for 15 minutes, it was engineering. <laughs> uh, I, I applied to one school, uh, which was hilarious, and it was NC State for engineering, which was the most difficult college to get into. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I got in, and then I went to my first class and walked out like 15 minutes later and was like, yeah, no, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> and then I went into uh, sport management. So that was like a blanket degree for yeah. everything in the sports mm-hmm. industry from marketing to PR to yeah. ticketing and all of it. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. The guy that I used to work with actually got a, got a, got a, got the same degree from NC state as you did. So oh, what, yeah. what, what made you decide to go to state? I mean, you're a, you're what a, you're a downtown Pittsburgh guy, right? Downtown, yeah. Downtown <laughs> Pittsburgh well, guy. So what brought you to Raleigh? My my family, my dad's job took us to Charlotte uh, when I was in like middle school. Okay. Uh, so I lived in Charlotte for a good amount of time. Oh, okay. And then NC State, I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. I had, you know, my passions and things I loved. So I kind of like 
throw away. I'll just do what my family does. You know, I have a bunch of engineers in my family. And uh, I was like, I'm just going to do that. You know, they they do it. I'm going to do it. And then, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because my dad is an industrial engineer and both my uncles were chemical engineers. There you go. And I thought that's what I was going to do. And lo and behold, just one semester at UNCG, which we found out during the, the prep that your sister went to. Yep. I was like, nah, it's not for me. So God bless them for doing what they do. But that's yeah, just not I mean, my, my cup of tea. The, the main thing out of that is is chasing what lights you on fire, yes, not right. what anybody else wants or thinks you should do, because then you're just kind of wasting time. And, uh, you know, looking back at it, um, obviously I have no regrets because it led me to where I am today. But, you know, if I would do it all over again, I, I might have been out here at USC doing something different um, or going to pit. Like, I don't know, but uh, I am where I am and I'm thankful for that. But uh, main thing is just do you like don't do it for anybody else. Nice. So the first step, the first thing you did, the first career move was talent management in the sports realm, correct? Yeah, it was like a business marketing manager. Yeah. I, I was in high school, man, and I started wow. working with, with Steelers. I got connected to a few of the guys. One of my oldest friends is Fast Willie Parker, yeah. uh, two-time Super Bowl nice. champion with the Steelers, longest <laughs> running Super Bowl history against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so, uh, you know, he brought the one for the thumb. That That's five. Mm -hmm. um, and then <laughs> – sorry, on time. You've been and, on uh, – hey, listen, uh, you're good. Yeah. Hey, you're good. <laughs> Yeah, don't hold back. You've been on the stairway to seven for a long time, brother. I'll tell you that. Hey, at, at least we're on the stairway. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyways, um, but yeah, so it, it to me, it was, I just wanted to be involved with these guys and, yeah. and have relationships with them and, and bring whatever value I could to them. And, and at that time in high school, social media was, was rearing its ugly head and nobody knew what to do with it. Sure. So I came in and kind of served as a marketing guy for a lot of these guys and, and helped guide them and, and get their pages up and content rolling. And uh, very lucky because then that, you know, launched, you know, my own business and doing stuff for those guys and just helping. I mean, at the end of the day, it was helping those guys out and, and adding whatever value I could around that. And then, um, you know, through college, I worked with the, uh, the Pittsburgh Power of the Arena Football League, mm -hmm. uh, which was a great experience because that, that's such a fun game to watch. Unfortunately, yeah. the league itself didn't last very long, but it was just an electric game back and forth action yeah. just all over the place. So that was a fun uh, experience. Lynn Swan uh, was, was the co-owner of the team, which was really cool. Yeah, so that was, that was awesome. Um, but, yeah, so just navigating the sports world, working with professional athletes, working on memorabilia and autograph signings and just being around the guys. I mean, that's really all it, it, it was and, and creating opportunities around that. So uh, I'm, I'm lucky and blessed. You know, my, my name in Pittsburgh means something, which is exciting because that's my hometown. And uh, at the end of the day, it's just serving and trying to help people out as much as I can in that world. Awesome, man. No, that, that, that's a fantastic story. So from, from Pittsburgh to Hollywood, I mean, how does, how does that happen? You know, how does that segue happen? Like, how do you go know from, from the Steelers to, to Robert Downey Jr.? You know? Well, <laughs> at, at, through my life, I've helped a lot of people out, Yeah, as I'm sure you have. And yeah. somebody helped me out. And, right. and I wouldn't be where I am today without him. And uh, we, we bonded, believe it or not, over our love for the Steelers. And we have a great relationship. He's, I've known him for over five years now. He's like my brother. And uh, it, it just was an organic 
you know, Steeler fandom connect that led to one thing to the other to me moving out to LA. And it was just a, a wild, wild story. And, but at the end of the day, it was somebody doing something nice for me. And, yeah. and that was opening a door and you don't get to a guy like Robert or opportunities around Robert if you don't have someone to open that door. That's right. Um, so that's just the reality of it. So I'm very lucky and very grateful. And uh, like I said, he's, he's family for life. That's crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. So you got connected with Robert Downey Jr. because of your love for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Essentially, yeah. That's the, I did not even know he was a Steelers fan. That's the saddest story I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, for I'm you, because you're I'm a Browns kidding. fan. Um, <laughs> no, but but it's, it's funny, though, because um, that has happened so much to me out here in this really? business. You have no idea how many people, like, I was outside my apartment complex not two weeks ago, mm -hmm. and I was wearing my, my Steelers sh shorts and a 412 shirt, which is a Pittsburgh brand. Uh, shout out to those guys. And uh, this guy walks by me. He's like, yo, you from Pittsburgh? I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, me too. I'm like, oh, yeah. and we, got, we get to talking. And it was Wiz Khalifa's tour manager. What? Wow. And we immediately connected just because we root for the same team and we're from the same town. That's awesome. It, yeah. is, it is not just a fan base. It's very much a family. And, yeah. and if you find people that, that root for that team, it is an instant, yeah. you're a part of us, you're, you're in this, this crew, uh, you know, and it's, it's just such a, you know, I'm grateful to have been born there, to have experienced this because, you know, at the beginning, I was just a crazy fan, you know, yeah. now, now, you know, I, I do the, the analogy of like, I was up on the hill at training camp watching these guys. Now I'm on the other side of the fence on the field with those yeah, guys. Right. And it's That's just awesome. different, you know, and it's it's awesome to see these guys as more than just athletes that play on Sunday. Right, because they're they're, 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 they're they're people, people that you know, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you know the guy under the helmet. Yeah. I think that's one of the – that's one of the weird things that yeah. the NFL does that the other sports don't do, right? Like the, yeah. the NFL, the star of the NFL is the shield, whereas baseball players and basketball players, their household names, people know their faces. Yeah. So yeah. for you to kind of get underneath the helmet and, and know those guys, that, that's probably a whole different world. It is because you, you get to know their families and who they are and, and what they do off the field. And, and you, you vibe, you vibe with them. Like I was, That's I was awesome. playing call of duty with a few of those guys last night. Like at the end of the day, they're, you know, it's crazy to say, but I'm older than most of those guys on the team now. Right. When yeah. I started, I was like 16, 17. So yeah. everybody was older than me. And now I'm like old man, you know, on, on the field. So it's, it's, it's pretty funny because at the end of the day, they're just kids. They, yeah. they play football for their job. But at the end of the day, they want to come home and play college. You're on that war, <laughs> you're on that war zone? Is that what I heard? Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. War zone. Yeah, yeah. I'm on there with uh, – I was playing with Alex Highsmith, uh, nice. who went to UNC Charlotte, yeah. drafted yeah. by the Steelers this year. Uh, I'm on there with Ryan Chazier all the time. Nice. He's a dear friend of mine. How's he doing? He, he's – you know, he's I know great, he's man. making leaps and bounds. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it was – it's one thing to be a fan and see your, your favorite player go down and, oh, I'm sick over it, whatever. But Ryan was a dear friend of mine. Yeah when that happened and I was at home and I was sick. I didn't yeah, give yeah. a rat's ass about if we won the game sure, or right. anything else. And right. that says a lot coming from me because yeah. I'll flip right. a table. Like I, it's everything or, you know, just like yeah. we have to win this game. But when he went down, man, I yeah. was sick because 
I knew it didn't look good, and I could see it in his eyes as it no, wasn't no good. No doubt about it. And uh, I actually saw him in the hospital like two days after. I flew back to Pitt and and was in the hospital with him, and it was just like, dude, tears were shed, hugs, yeah. just like it. It's not football isn't everything. That's no, his job, right. you know. And he was nearly paralyzed for life Absolutely. because of it. Um, but he, he is one of the most mentally tough people I've ever met in my life. I'm grateful to call him a friend. He motivates and inspires me every single day because they said he would never walk again. Yeah. And now yeah. he's running. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like this it, man is running. It's awesome because yeah. you know what, just like you said, I mean, this is coming from a Browns fan. Yeah. This is coming from, it's coming from a Michigan fan, right? Yeah. So yeah. I have every reason not to like that guy. And I've been sure. playing for him every single day. I mean, it was you know, I think you, you, you take, you take sports allegiance away. We're all humans yeah. and, and everybody's pulling for him. So it's great to hear that, that he's doing, doing great. That's awesome. He, I mean, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers with him every day, Absolutely. good vibes, everything. And, you know, he, he wants to come back and uh, God, I, I hope he, I hope he gets the chance to do that. Everyone's like, Oh, he shouldn't do that. Blah, blah. Whatever he wants to That's do, right. exactly. I will support that because right. that the one thing about Ryan more, more so than, you know, a, a few athletes that I've come across, football is his life. Yeah. He loves that more than anything, probably aside from his beautiful wife and kids. Sure. But he that's his heartbeat, man. He lives that's and breathes awesome. that, that sport, and that lights him up. So I, I hope he gets to run back out on the field someday. And, and I know he has the staff and the trainers and the medical team around him helping him get to where he wants to be. Whether that happens or not, we'll see. But you know, I'm supporting him and whatever he wants to do. And he's a really smart guy off the field. Yeah. You know, he's making strides with charity work and stuff like that. He's just a good dude. And you yeah. want to see good dudes succeed, period. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, uh, inspiration and motivational, you know, you, I, I know that you mentioned that you do that. Talk a little bit about, you know, just the kind of uh, not just events, but, you know, are there, are there particular topics that are that you're incredibly passionate about that you speak to or or groups of people? You know, just a little bit more information for those out there that, you know, are looking sure. for guidance or whatnot, you know, sure. where they can find you and, you know, make yeah. some of your speeches. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, everything's on my Instagram. That's my main platform. Yeah. So you can follow me at Brad R. Lambert. There's an R in between Brad Lambert. Um, and you can find all my content on there. And, and for me, in regards to topics, I just want to see people happy. And, and I think that comes from being kind to one another. It's spreading positivity and inspiration and motivation and empowering others to be successful and happy as well, uh, especially in this world, which is very negative and hateful, especially at this time. Yeah. Um, it's important for us to just, you know, we rise by lifting others. It's, yeah. a, it's our job to, you know, come on to a podcast and support you guys and you allowing me to come on and supporting me. Yeah. It's, it's us winning together. And, yeah. and that's the beautiful thing about it. It's, it's, you know, ego has nothing to do with it and it shouldn't. Um, I care about relationships. I care about how others treat each other and what goes into those relationships. Specifically, I talk about building genuine relationships and how that That's translates right. to success in both your personal life and business. So what that means is when you enter a relationship, it's not, oh, I'm going to be friends with this person because in three weeks I'm going to ask <laughs> them for something. That's right. Yeah. And then if I don't get it, I'm fucking out. Yeah, right. That's not genuine. No. Okay. Like I want to surround myself with people who I admire and who inspire me. Maybe yeah. my professional athletes. It may be guys like you who are passionate about this pop culture nerd shit, which I love. 
you know, mm -hmm. but that's what it's about. Yeah. I don't care if you're a celebrity or not, unless yeah. you're a good person and, and you just bring the positivity and, and you're supporting others and helping others. I don't care. So yeah. like for me, Gary from the get, I vibed with him instantaneously because we're of that same mindset. Like yeah. we just, we're on that same frequency and to be able to call him a friend and to have worked with him. I just worked with him on the all in challenge, right. yeah. uh, which he raised a shit ton of money. Like, I saw it was like 58 million yeah. latest or so. Yeah. It, it's, it's way up there yeah. now, almost a hundred million. And oh, yeah. it, it's for COVID relief for people who can't buy food and they're, yeah. they're hungry. And uh, I was able to get Chris Hemsworth involved uh, the Russo brothers and the six time Super Bowl champions. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> so, um, but that was just cool because like he hit me up and was like, Hey, like anything you can do to bring to the table to help this cause. I was like, no sweat, man. Like him and his team just are amazing. I'm so grateful for those guys. And, uh, you know, made a few calls and we did something good for other people and that's what it's all about, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of things that we can do for other people yeah. that I think people overlook or they think it's not significant enough right. to even attempt to do, or they're not big enough to, to make an impact on someone's life. Right. It's all bullshit. Like yeah. it's, it, you're either too lazy, too ignorant, or too arrogant to do something for somebody else. The end. That's right. That's it. Because how many times have like you wanted or needed someone to open a door for you figuratively yeah. and literally. Right. And they don't. Okay, yeah. for whatever reason, send That's an right. email. Yeah. They don't do it, you yeah. know. Can you just text that person for me, please? Yeah. What? Why? Why? I'm not asking you to, like, cure cancer. I'm literally asking you to, like, do something simple, like yeah. send a text, you know. And that's, like, what I'm trying to do with my platform awesome. is just this small to the biggest gesture possible. Sure. Just do it. Yeah. Don't worry about getting something back in return. Sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. But the one thing right. you get every single time is happiness. Every for yourself yeah. and the other person. So right there, like you're already winning. And if you get anything on top of that, it's gravy, it's added, it, it's that's extra. Right. Yeah. So where is the disconnect? You know what I mean? And that's that's something where, you know, people I, I talk to a lot of young professionals and they're all like, Oh, I'm not big enough. Oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have that. Sure. And I'm like, you have no idea what you're capable of. You know, like a, a really cool story. I haven't told this. So this is a, a very few people it's an exclusive. know. Exclusive. Oh, zero dark yeah. exclusive. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no, it, it's it's a cool story. But like, you know, Willie Parker got injured in two thousand seven yeah. and mm -hmm. he was leading the league in rushing, which was unheard of for an undrafted free agent. Yeah. And he had two games left. And in the game versus the Rams, it was a pitch halfback toss to the right, and he got tackled low by Sean Witherspoon. And he cracked his, like, leg and ankle, and he was done for the year. And he lost the rushing title of Danian Tomlinson by 100 yards. So if he just got 80 yards that game and, like, 40 yards the next game, he would have had it in the bag, mm, which yeah. was a financial goal for him, which was a, a, just a goal in general for him as a, sure. as a player and an athlete. And he spiraled into a really bad depression after that. He was in the dumps. His family was concerned because not only was he done for the year, but he missed out on the epitome of like playing the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for him, he, he took it really hard. And I at the time was like a freshman in college. So just think about that. So I'm like, what could I do to bring my friend some happiness knowing that he is a famous athlete, mm. has money, 
has the toys, has everything you could dream of. What could I do as a, geez, I had to be 17 or 18 years old, maybe 19, freshman in college. My stupid ass, because I swing for the fence, was like, I'm going to hook him up with his idol, Michael Jordan. <laughs> now, mind you, didn't know Michael Jordan. Yeah. Never talked to the man in my life. But me, knowing what I know about Willie and who lights him up and makes him happy and what he wanted to achieve, that was the goal I set for myself. And three months later, him and his entire family went up into Michael Jordan's suite at a basketball game, and he spent that entire night with Michael. Wow. Fast forward to two years ago, I'm on the field with Willie at Heinz Field watching the six-time Super Bowl champions Pittsburgh Steelers play. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I it, just, it. it just happens Dude, I, it's okay um, i love it for so okay. many reasons for you he, and for him I he hates it. me but <laughs> no. whatever anyway um but we're on the field during pregame and willie just looks at me out of the blue and goes you helped me meet michael jordan that was the best day of my life all this like, time later he's still come right. on right. like this guy won two super bowls he had two kids yeah and that was the best day of his life that yeah. just shows you like a little gesture. Yeah. No one paid me to do it. No one asked me to do right. it. I didn't get anything back in return. Wow. That That's not why I did it. Yeah. Okay. But that moment meant that much to him. And still to this day means that much to him. So I think that, that, that that's a good segue into, into my next question. I, I think that story you just told, I watched the interview that you had with uh, Blaine Bartlett and David Metzger. Hey, yeah. You know, where you talked about, you know, entrepreneurs and motivation and success and, you know, not being afraid to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, support, kindness, all these themes. When you look back on, on your career for you, you know, what's that one piece of advice or that one act of kindness that somebody did for you that helped you get to where you are today? Oh, man, too many to, too many to count. I mean, that's yeah. the reality of it. I, I mean, sure. my God, my, my family, uh, to like, from the get, like, yeah. wouldn't be here without him, you know? Yeah. My, my friends, my support system is insane. Um, but I referenced it earlier that the Downey thing yeah. was, was a game changer, you know? Uh, but at the end of the day, I have people on a daily basis who do what I do for them to do it for me, you yeah. know? It's like, it's all about paying it forward. And everybody yeah. else that I surround myself with carries that mindset. So, hey, uh, Brad, can you help me introduce da 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 Done out the door next, you know, awesome. but that's, that's that it doesn't even like register as like a, Hmm, should I, right. should right. I, you, you, should right. I you know, it's just done. Yeah. See ya. Like no thought whatsoever. Cause at the end of the day, you're building relationships, man. That's it. Like you have right. to understand if people don't like you and you're not a good person, it doesn't matter how talented you are yeah. right? or how right. anything, not, none of that, how many followers you have, nobody gives a shit. Well, yeah. you it, talked about the whole networking is dead thing. Yeah. And that really resonated with yeah. me and that, that conversation that you were having about, you know, to hell with this whole networking thing, touching base, Hate making it. contact. It's about creating these genuine relationships yeah. mm -hmm. and moving forward with those people for the rest of your life. Because in Pittsburgh, and especially out here, when you get into these big, clicky industries, these mm. big, uh, difficult industries to, to get involved yeah. in, if you meet someone, the first thing they do is pick up the phone and call someone. Right. What do you know about Brad Lambert? Right. 
what do you want them to say? Right, right. Talented guy, but man, he's a fucking asshole. He's a jerk. <laughs> no, that's not the goal. Yeah, right. Like, well, like I said on that interview, um, uh, I did one with uh, Mike Sirocco recently, and it was me talking about I care so much about how I'm being perceived mm. by you guys right now, by whoever's going to watch this. How am I being perceived? While I'm talking, I'm calculating this yeah. because that's the impression I'll leave. Yeah. So at the end of this, I don't want you guys to walk away and be like, man, that guy's a fucking asshole. Stupid Steeler fan. Not you know what I mean? Like, but that, that not a lot of people think that way. A lot of people have that cavalier attitude of, right. I don't give a shit what anybody else mm -hmm. thinks, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And that may work in that very small circle you're in. Yeah. But if you want to level up and get into the, the, the big leagues and do these big things and work yeah. with big people, your reputation is everything. You got to care. Yeah. And, and you're not going to – not everyone is going to like you, and you have to be okay with that. But don't right. give them reasons is that to true? not like you. <laughs> no, is that it's true? Okay. Not everybody's going to like me? That, that's that my main thing, that part. Don't give them reasons to not like you. Right. They, want, they may not like you because of the team you associate with. That's fine. <laughs> that's on them. But right. don't 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 intentionally be a dickhead or treat them like shit or do wrong by them. Right. So then they can say, you know what, he's an asshole or he <laughs> fucked me over or don't whatever. make them right. Yeah, right. no, it, it, and once again, people don't think that way. And and the reputation thing, my God, people get canceled on Twitter every five minutes. Jeez. So it it is literally your 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 string is very thin nowadays. Yeah. So you cannot. You can't be cavalier about it anymore. And people right. make mistakes. I'm right. not perfect. I make mistakes all the time. Right. But I'm learning, and I never do anything intentionally. Right. And I think you nailed it on the head there, too. I mean, this, this you know, we are imperfect. Nobody is perfect, and 100%. you do make mistakes. But, you know, don't come out with an attitude to be cavalier about, about racism or whatever and feel like you can just say whatever 100%. you want and get away with it. 100%. You know, plain and simple. I, I we agree with your philosophies 100%. Yes. I mean, this is incredibly refreshing for yes. us. I'm not saying that we interview assholes. <laughs> no. But, I mean, you know, you, just your, your mentality about it. We have this thing that we call uh, ELE, Everybody Love Everybody. It's yeah. Everybody Love Everybody. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. So, you know, it, it's, it's very refreshing to hear that, too. And, you know, you're not, you're not a kid that was, you know, had the silver spoon yep. and, we're, you know, we're born into what you're doing now. You're legitimately legitimately like you know one of us just passionate about yeah. pop culture about what you want to do and you went out there and you went out there to get it you know what i mean yeah. and that's what's important i have an 18 year old who's going to be 19 and one thing i instill in her all the time and she's in film school now at uncw nice. and, and kind of the same thing i'm like listen you know if, if you want to be a director or a screenplay you know some people may not like your movies and that's you, you have to keep it moving but at the end of the day you have to push forward and just like your story on uh, Michael Jordan, you, you never know until you ask or try. That's right. You can't just throw in the towel because yeah. you don't have that status that you can yeah. call Michael Jordan. You, I mean, you, you could still damn near try. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, uh, honestly, get, Gary Vee said it yesterday. He, he dropped a fire piece of content, and he was like, you're either in the I don't know how to do this, but I'll figure it out business, yep, or right. this won't work out because business. Right. And right. that, that's, but the, but the other thing I want to say too is like, we're all growing. 
Okay. Yes. It, exactly. it, it is, it is a learning curve, you know, with, especially like the racism thing right now. Right. And mm -hmm. it's so sad that like people are so adamant in their stance that yeah. they don't understand the other side. And right. that's where the disconnect is where it's like, educate yourself. Yeah. Yep. Like no one's saying you're not important. Exactly. We're saying there's an issue that needs to be addressed. And that's what we're trying to get equality. Yeah. Because they're yeah. they're not there yet, yeah. and it's evident. Yes, that's the problem. You yeah. know, we're not saying nobody's less than, but somebody is less than, and they're trying right. to get and up. That's to the eat problem, them. exactly. Exactly. So you know, but but the main thing is like, we don't come out of the womb knowing this shit, right? <laughs> right. Like you have to, and you may be thirty five years old and not get this, but you can change and educate yourself Absolutely. Yep. and realize that what you thought was wrong That's right. or you didn't know and now you do. Correct. But, but it's that constant like, I'm okay to admit when I'm wrong yep. and change and then not think that way or do that stuff ever again. You know, But it's a constant process of evolving and growing and exactly. learning. But some people are so stuck in their ways mm -hmm. where if, if they don't hear what they wanna hear from you, yep. They block you, they yeah. ignore you, they yeah. talk shit, whatever. Yeah. And those people won't get that, get very far. That's just no. the reality of it. Exactly. Exactly. What you got? Man, that was I good. Got, yeah, I, that, that's great. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a really hard hitting question that I've been dying to ask you. What's that? And I, I don't want to steer away from what we're talking about here because this is great stuff, but this is the reality. This is the hardest hitting question we're going to ask all day. Who is your favorite Avenger? <laughs> <laughs> that would be Iron Man. Come on. <laughs> like, come on. I, I, I literally, like. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I saw, I saw that on IG. Nice. So, so let me ask it to you this way, right? Take Tony Stark out of the equation. Who is your favorite non-Iron Man <laughs> Avenger? Honestly, man, I, I love, it, it's like uh, 2A, 2B, mm. okay? I grew up with Spider-Man. Yeah. I love yeah. Spider-Man. I mean that that the the OG the animated series Spider-Man. Oh yeah, like on I grew I grew up with that. That is my shit. Like he's there, and then Thor. What they've done with Thor. Oh. Uh, I work. I manage Bobby Holland Hanton, who is Chris Hemsworth's stuntman. Oh, and, wow. okay. and he's been Thor. He's been James Bond. He's been Green Lantern. He's been literally named the suit Captain America. He's been everybody on screen. I mean, okay. he's one of the most legendary stunt people in the business uh men and women obviously um and he's just had an incredible career and uh so i i, I love what they've done with thor uh obviously infinity war he was unbelievable mm -hmm. iconic moment and then in endgame i i was at the premiere and i'm in in the theater watching this and when he put both his arms out i was like there's no fucking way he's not <laughs> He is not about to do what I think he's about to do. And when he grabbed both Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, I was, I was like, that's it. That is the si – and then he transformed. I was like, yeah. dude. I got the Funko. I got the Funko of that right over oh, there. It, it was one of the most badass because yeah. that is when the switch went for Thor yeah. where he got out of his funk. Yeah. And was like, let's kill him properly this time. That's right. His voice, his demeanor, everything changed. He was back to that hardcore focus Thor. And when, when he went like full Super Saiyan, like that was insane and <laughs> iconic moment for sure. I love that analogy. Love it. So the last picture that you posted on your IG 
was you with you know these huge it's a it's a throwback of you and the huge Funkos yeah that's at the Funko Funko store in Hollywood yeah you yeah, know, I you love obviously those guys. have some collectibles there. Yep, do you yep. collect Funkos? What else do you collect? Do I, do I collect? I, I cleaned <laughs> off. I cleaned off that. Um, but like, man, that's just I, the first room. I have. I have this one. Oh, that's the one without the helmet. Him and him and the gauntlet, which is yeah. solid. Nice. And uh, they take care of me over there. But this is by far my favorite. So that's the new one that just yeah. came out. Yeah, that's on pre-order for me. Th- this one is is just epic. That's classic awesome. moment so yeah. yeah shout out to funko love you guys yeah um, we love them we but love yeah them. it's just such a you know affordable option so for great. collectors exactly. and they do such a high quality job on these mm-hmm. things and you know it's it's awesome to have because you have sideshow who do these outrageous yep. detailed expensive awesome. pieces and you know i love those as well but it's a nice mix up and you can have a good good quality and then this is yes my- i was just gonna say show yeah I have I have this one. I love Stranger Things. So oh, nice! The eleven, 11 from yeah. season two. Um, so shout out to Millie Bobby Brown, and then obviously, yeah, the uh, Stark from uh, Homecoming. From so, Homecoming, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's you know I, I have a nice a nice group of uh, of those. Show us the toy you pulled out from underneath the. Oh yeah, the, this is on this is on my shelf. A shout out to my uh, my guy Shield Labs. <laughs> This is uh, Mjolnir, and it is about eight pounds. So awesome. It is unbelievably well-built. <laughs> uh, he creates and crafts these. He does an unbelievable job. Shield Labs on Instagram, check him out. He does cap shields. He actually does the the one from Endgame that's, like, split in half yeah. and jagged. Yeah. So you can actually buy that, which is insane. He does, like, the, the Winter Soldier books and all these kind of uh, caps, um, compass, all these collectibles that any – major nerd but i had to get this uh i'm waiting on an arc reactor from him oh proof that tony stark has a heart so i'm waiting on that that'll be on my desk um but yeah this one is uh is a fun one for sure it's awesome but oh and while we're doing this i gotta show up (laughs) my guy it's my guy bear walker oh yeah we're we're, we're actually supposed to be interviewing him uh next week yeah bear bear's my guy he does some uh I manage Bear. We work together oh, on nice. a bunch of different projects, but this is a board actually for Tom Holland. So That's, we're getting wow. this to him, but the, the level of detail is just outrageous. Um, and he just, the, the best in the game, these are skateboards, but okay. they're so beautiful. You want to hang them on your wall. Oh yeah. So um, that's something that, you know, He's evolving his brand. He's growing every second. Every time I pick up the phone and talk to him, he has some outrageous new thing he's doing. So shout out to Bear, um, yeah. but he's the man. Yeah, no, we're definitely looking forward to that. I love the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet boards that he has, yeah. and he's got some cool shit on there. So but once again, it's like you, you see the process here, right? Yeah. Bear, well, like everybody I work with, we all are on that same wavelength. Yeah. We're on that same, you know – passion level of of certain things you know some don't like the Steelers that's fine (laughs) other times you know we we mesh over Marvel and you know whatever so it's just surrounding yourself with people you vibe with and intentionally you know and it's you know I I had a phone call today with one of my best friends and he he had a huge meeting today Mm -hmm. and most people would be like, and I'm just like, fuck yes. You know, like you gotta like root your fucking team on. That's right. Yeah. So that's, you know, shout out to to the squad and and just show love to people that it's that simple. Everybody can win. 
That's right. You find out yep. who your real friends are when something good happens in your life, facts, right? Yeah. Facts, if, facts. If, that, if somebody, if something yeah. good happens to you and people aren't like, "Oh my god, that's fucking awesome," you need to get that person out of your life. Bro, right? the 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 circle I have is so small; it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's but that's intentional be. because here. honestly, like, there are people who just can't and won't celebrate your victories, and right. you know what? Got to be about like, them. Yeah. It's yeah, and it's fine, and and they're they have things that they're dealing with, obviously. Sure. But don't let that affect and impact you. So put them to the side because it's life's too short. Hundred yeah. percent. Agreed. And I mean, in that token too, I mean, I think another you know showing of a true friend is not just when times are good, you know, because it's, it's kind of easy to cheer people on when yeah. times are good. It's you know when those battles that you're not winning, yeah. you know, who's there just a, a just a little phone call, like like you were saying earlier, and I think that's so important. It doesn't take much to do a small gesture for somebody. No, it doesn't. You know, it's not like you're – I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. There's big gestures to where, you know, if, if I had to give a kidney to Ryan and it would save his life, that's a huge sure. gesture. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, I mean, in, in most normal situations, though, it takes, you know, just that much to just make somebody's day just by checking on them or seeing that's how it. they're doing, the, the, just the little things. If You know, if you can hook them up with a conversation with someone that's not going to cost you any time or money, why not? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 that's been such a big part of who I am, who I was raised to be just like helping others, adding value to others, just because you can, you know, recently I I came across a three-time cancer survivor, uh, who's 21 years old and he had cancer three times in the first 10 years of his life. Um, kids a rock star, just such a good kid, big heart and kind. He went to hell and back three times. He should have died each time. Mm-hmm. But he survived all three, which is outrageous. Um, but a big part of him is he's the biggest Spider-Man I've ever met in my life. And Spider-Man helped get him through the darkest days of his life. So I surprised him and took him to the Spider-Man Far From Home premiere. That's he was awesome. my guest. And and it was, you know, I could have took anyone. Yeah. But that's the point. Why take anyone when you can take someone who will really fucking appreciate it and it will mean the world to them and that's 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 what it's about you talk about a gesture like i'm not saying look how awesome i am i'm saying be specific with your decisions and your choices because that kid who went to hell and back three times who who will have experienced more than most people in their life he deserved a little bit man period and and all i did was give an extra ticket that i already had to someone who deserved it plain and simple awesome, and at the end of the day that's what it's about and if more people had that mindset the forward thinking of what can i do for somebody else instead of what can you do for How me yeah you know yeah. the world would be a much better place oh, God. and more people would be happy and you know i'm developing a tv show right now that is is about that that is through and through heartbeat kindness happiness helping others, making the world a better place, and showing that kindness is cool. You're not lame or weak for being kind to other people. Right. And this show is that. It's, it's, it it uh, makes it very entertaining, obviously, but the through line is, is kindness and happiness and making other people happy and having that viral effect of you going home after watching an episode. I'm going to be kind now. Awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to hook up, you know, my best friend with something, or I'm going to take care of my girlfriend tonight just because it's Wednesday. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that kind of, there is a viral effect when you see other people being kind. Yeah. It makes you want to go home and be kind. Just like hatred. When you see other people being hate, hateful, right. that's an unfortunate viral effect too. Yeah, Cause that's just human nature to get loud and obnoxious. Yeah. So 
I'm trying to use my platform and, and this project that I'm developing is, is, is my heartbeat right now. It's my passion project. I know it would do so much and I'm so excited about it. So I, I hope to have more things to say about it, but just in general, like that is my, my goal. That is my purpose right now. And, and trying to bring that to life and, and impact and help as many people as I can, because things aren't good right now. And we're going to need people to step up and make yeah. a difference. Ultimately. And you don't have to be an influencer with a hundred million followers to make a difference. No. Right. I, I had that conversation with someone today. I said, I respect you because you use your platform and your voice. Everybody has a voice mm -hmm. to make a difference. Yeah. You spread positivity, inspiration, empowerment. You're just, you're using it where other people spew their garbage on social media and they complain and whine and whatever. By all means, talk to your close family and friends if you have an issue. But don't put that on social media yeah. because yeah, right. that just it impacts so many people. No doubt. And I, I can't tell you how many messages and comments I get from people who are like, This made my day yeah. or you saved my life. I've yeah. gotten many of those before. At least four people have said that to me. <sighs> that doesn't even make sense to me, yeah, but right. it tells me I'm doing something right. Because yeah. if I can say or post something that impacts someone in a positive way, I'm fucking doing it. That's right, man. <laughs> That's fucking right. I can definitely see how you and Gary V vibrate a lot. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, Hell of a compliment. I'll take that all day. Uh, no, I, 100%. No he, he's someone that, especially, you know, when, when COVID started, he started doing the tea with Gary V thing. Yep. And that's yep. literally how I started my day off. You know, and I'm yep. always trying yep. to, you know, I'm there and, you know, he never got to me. And I understand he's got millions of people, you know, so I, I get know how he does it. But, uh, he, he's, you know, he's, he's just like you, just it's, it's the realness that yeah. sets you guys apart from every, you know, from, I don't want to say everybody else, but from a lot of people though, like just the sure. honesty, but the, the message of being kind, doing what you can and busting your ass to go get it. Like it's not going to be easy by any means. The, the, the thing about Gary that I resonate with too, uh, like what you mentioned is it's not about us. Right. That's the difference. That is the main difference that separates Gary from most of the other motivational speakers or people touting, you know, six-figure businesses and, right. and whatever. Gary's not there saying, "Look how awesome I am." Right. He's he's just trying to make the world a better place, yeah. and he's trying to live his passions. He's a diehard Jets fan. Yeah. Like his goal is to buy the New York Jets, and he will fucking do it. I believe it. I believe it. He talks about it all the time. And if and, we'll do it, I have it. absolutely no doubts that Gary V will own the Jets in the next five to ten years. I believe it. I because believe he's just anything he puts his name on, it just he he just moves mountains to make it happen. And it's all coming from the right place, you know. Yeah. And and everybody in that company, in that Vayner world, they're all good people, man. Everybody, every single one of them is just like driven with kindness and empathy and, 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 in a world that is lacking empathy, yeah. those guys stand out like shining stars, man. I bet. Um, you know, going back to, cause I know you work with Warner brothers, uh, Marvel. Yeah, Disney, yeah. All that. I, do, I do have a question here because obviously, you know, uh, fans will finally get the Snyder cut next year. Sure. Sure. HBO Max, you know, it's been a petition to whole nine yards. Crazy. You know, so it's one of those things to where, you know, Warner Brothers is finally like, hey, <laughs> fuck it. Why not? And we're going to put it out on HBO Max. So, I mean, I, I see the, the you know, the, the reasoning behind it, which, you know, it's sure to see. Um, my question is, do you see more director's cuts happening in the future for big projects like that? Or, you know, is this just kind of 
I don't want to say a once in a lifetime thing, but this is a situation where, you know, the fans have spoken and then it took a couple of years, but the studio was finally like, you know what, we're going to throw Zach another 30 million to fin- finish his vision of the film. Yeah. Um, look, I think it's incredible what the fans put together to petition this and just blunt trauma, this thing to happen basically. <laughs> Um, so props, props to those guys. I mean, I'm excited to see it. I grew up with DC too. I loved Batman growing up. Like it's the animated series going back. I mean, that was our era. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I, from a, from a producing standpoint, um, I don't know if it's a good precedent to set. Right. Because you come out and say, maybe that the first movie wasn't good. Right. So here's another cut. Yeah. that is better right you know and and that's something like i get it it's a money-making thing you know sure. you want to have the fans be happy by all means like i think it's amazing i'm happy for zach and everybody who's involved in that project mm-hmm. but devil's advocate you don't want to set the precedent for fans to instead of appreciate what you did right okay it wasn't great but thank you right. to now saying that fucking sucked Where does we that want the we want the so-and-so cut right like yeah. it just like it, it could cause a lot of problems, and I can't speak for Disney or Marvel. Sure. I would I would never see them doing something like that. Okay, no, I I, I just I just don't see them ever. I don't want to say admitting, but saying like, yeah, you're right, it wasn't great. So right. here's this cut, you know. Right. But I, you will obviously have like extended editions and sure, stuff sure, that sure, are released sure. for Blu-rays and stuff like that. That yeah. I see a hundred percent. Oh yeah. But as far as something like the Snyder Cut movement, right. I, I mean, I'm not going to complain. I'll watch it. I'll eat it up all day. Yeah. But I just don't know if it, it's a good precedent to set because now you're giving fans more power mm. and in causing more bad press potentially for yourself if they mm. deem whatever you spent hundreds of millions of dollars on as shit right that's you know it, it it's just like you know and that's just me from the business and producing yeah, no, as, no, 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 as a fan as a fan i'm all for it but no. like you know uh, yeah because i agree I, I mean at the end of the day i don't want to see anytime we see a you know a bad movie and i mean we all know that that marvel and, and disney is a well-oiled machine plain yeah. and simple they have but, a playbook you know, if another studio puts out and it's not like Justice League was a flop. It just wasn't yeah. critically acclaimed by any means. If that happens, that every time that happens, then all of a sudden there's going to be a damn petition. And then we get and, to this, and this planes movie. flying shit in the sky. Like it, it's just, right. it's just not a good look. And, and, you know, the, the Snyder cut and everything that, you know, I saw the, the teaser that went out today that Momo yeah. dropped and it looks great. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, when I, when I saw the momentum building for this, and I had no insider knowledge. I was like, this is going to drop on HBO Max. That is how they're going to drive millions of people to yeah. sign up for the platform. It's genius. Yeah. But that was my first thought, which is like, this is how it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And then literally like dominoes, everything fell. And it, it, it's going to be great for them because they will have millions of people. But mm. my thing is, man, they better hope that the fans eat this up because if, if they drop this and it's not received Too well – Right. right. <laughs> but but that's the thing. It's like you have to take that into consideration. Yeah. Because like that fan base is is very critical, clearly. You know what yes. I mean? And and God bless them. I love you know, I'm a big fan of the DC characters. I grew up with Batman, the Nolan trilogy is one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dark Knight Rises is easily top five films of all time for me. Mm. Um 
but or excuse me the dark knight thank you the dark knight <laughs> is top five films of all time for me is that the one where they have heinz field in it is that why it's your <laughs> no that was dark yeah that was dark that knight was- rises <laughs> I, bro i have i have that shot up above my door it's it's a it's Heinz Ward when he's looking back at the field and it's destroyed. Really, it's it, Heinz signed it. It's hanging yeah. above my door. It's like a, a landscape shot. Sick. That's um, nice. But but yeah, Dark Knight. I'm sorry, I can't believe I said that. Um, but yeah, huge Joker fan. Heath Ledger, the goat. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just you know I don't want to make things harder already for filmmakers because I know how difficult that job is. Right. And you know it's easy to sit at home and say, wow, that film fucking sucked. Yeah. But, bro, like I spent five years on it and you have no idea. Like we gave it our all. Like, you know, I just want fans to have some respect, more respect for the the work and the time and the effort that goes into making these things because – because guess what? Guess what's entertaining you during a global pandemic? That's right. Damn straight. I I so, think I've run through Netflix though, so I it's I need yeah. I need movie theaters to open back up. Well, but but here's the thing: uh, one of my first jobs growing up was at a movie theater. That's where I fell in love with entertainment and film oh, yeah. and all the genres, and uh, you know, sweeping up popcorn, doing the whole nine in high school. But I will never not want that experience. I hope it, it stays forever. Like it. No. no, there's not, and I need to go. I will be there with a mask when they open mm-hmm. and watch a film with my frozen Coke and popcorn without one question. thing. One thing that I'll remember for the rest of my life is the moment I walked out of watching infinity war the first time and the year in between when I was waiting to walk in to yeah. watch Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that will be a that will be a time in a period in my life i have never wanted to see a movie more in my life yeah, than when no. i went to see endgame and bro. you just you can't duplicate those no, things you, bro i was this is a hilarious story i took my sister to the infinity war premiere and we're in we're in the theater and i'm like i don't know what came over me but i was just so geeked about this film that i was like i had to take my jacket off i was breathing heavy she's like you need to fucking relax <laughs> because i i was just like i know shit's gonna happen god help me if if, yeah. if tony stark goes like jesus you know yeah. like i was just mental because like these characters since 2007 have been everything yes. yeah. to a lot of us yeah. to a lot of us and then to see 11 plus of them literally go away in a snap like that was heavy as shit but this was during like before the movie even started i was mental like i was just sitting there like oh my god like fuck like but that was what you're talking about where it's like the passion the excitement and then endgame dude that in and of itself had a whole different vibe to me because you knew it was ending you know you knew this story this chapter in this book was ending and and I think we all knew what was going to happen with a certain character, um, and I just had to accept that. I think we all did, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't think it could have been any better. Honestly, yeah. uh, it was the most epic way to go, um, and and full circle. So I mean, but Perfect. that's that's what's great about it. And you know, I, I I think we'll see more of him hopefully. And I've heard rumors about the what if. You know, I think we'll get more downy tony stark in the what yeah. if animated series which is sign me up for that no one's going to complain um there's a lot yeah. of rumors swirling there's you know iron heart they're doing the iron heart series it sounds like sounds like he may play a little bit of a role in that and then 
you know, if we know comic books, multiverses and time travel. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing I'll say. Let's say five years goes by, maybe seven, and we're in like this seventh Avengers film or eighth Avengers film or something, two Avengers film from now. And they're down and out and things look bleak and a fucking portal opens and Tony Stark, Downey, <laughs> walks through it. You just gave me goosebumps. They're up. Bro, <laughs> you like, just gave me goosebumps. You want to bring the fucking house down? Yeah. That's how you do it because like, yeah. like Steve Evans is still in the past, right? Yeah. They know how to time travel. Yeah. So like if they're in a bind and it's like fucking all hands on deck, we need help. Yeah. You know, and they're launching the multiverse of madness, man. Like they're gonna give you the 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 multiverse. So like you have the opportunity to literally bring in a Tony Stark from Age of Ultron from another dimension and bring him in and be like, yo, this happened. We need you. Like so it it could potentially be just epic. So I'll I'll never close that chapter. I'm never gonna say it's it's done or whatever. But like those those movies, I have the Iron Man on my forearm. Because obviously working with Downey was such a life experience and I respect him as an athlete or as an actor and a person so much that like that having that relationship and and being able to work with him and his team, I'll never forget that. Um, And then obviously I love that character. Um, And then I have on my left arm a tattoo that says whatever it takes and uh, the A the A in takes is uh, the Avengers A. Um, And it's, it's that message is my mantra like in business and life like whatever it fucking takes let's that's get awesome. it done so that's something like those films like call me a nerd call me whatever the fuck you want no, but no, those films have <laughs> as no I'm, I'm talking to people who don't get it like, <laughs> and like, there's a lot yeah. there's a lot yeah. that don't yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's something like <clears throat> it was funny when gary gary facetimed me a couple months ago when the all-in challenge was ramping up mm. and i'm just like chilling in my room like hanging out whatever working and he calls me to ask if i can help you know with the all challenge and i'm sitting there with this hat on and iron man tank top i mean as on brand as you could possibly fucking imagine it was just hilarious i'm like oh god (laughs) we're like no not at all don't don't mind all the avengers shit i'm wearing right i'm not a nerd like (laughs) it's fine the funniest thing is i was at a gym it's a couple years ago i was in the gym and uh, I'm really, I'm really good with faces, and obviously that comes with building relationships and giving a shit, um, and just kind of being aware of what's around you so you don't miss opportunities. So I'm in the gym. It's like I don't know, 8 a.m. on a Tuesday, and this gym was in like the valley, so not like Beverly Hills or something like that. And I'm working out, and I look over, and I see this guy, and I'm just like, okay. I see him again later. I'm like, there's no way that's who I think this is. No fucking way. You know that this makes makes no logical sense to me whatsoever and i see him again he looks at me we connect and i give him a nod he gives me one back which was me telling him i know exactly who the fuck you are your your hat can't you know hide who who you are and it was fucking tom holland (laughs) and and i'm just like what the fuck you know and and we have so many mutual friends being in that space so i walk up to him we talk a little bit told him i work with downey and da 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 whatever we had a great chat very nice guy i have a lot of respect for him 
but my stupid ass was in the gym just lifting. I'm not trying to dress up and put on a show or look professional. So, of course, I was in there rocking my arc reactor fucking tank top, and he probably thought I was a fucking lunatic fan. You know, because, like, I'm, I'm sitting there like, yo, I work for Downey, da-da-da-da-da, and he just looking down at my T-shirt like, yeah, sure, sure you do, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's like, hey, bro, it's a passion thing. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, you know, but that's just like, I'm – I'm not here to put on a show like this is this is me like you know so that that's one of the funniest stories because Tom and I over the years have crossed paths and whatnot and it's just always something to laugh about because I found out later on that he did think I was full of shit it is is hilarious you know and he's he's doing the the cherry thing that we're doing with the Russo brothers for the all-in challenge they're so, doing uh, for the for 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 the movie Cherry, right? Yeah, so yeah. they're they're gonna have like a red carpet kind of thing that they're giving away to the winner, and you know, so I worked with that with the Russos and and uh, and their team. Cleveland Zone, yeah, going hey, Anthony Russo. Hey man, but Cherry Cherry is gonna make a lot of buzz, man. Yeah, and Tom Holland, I'm telling you right now, there's some Oscar buzz around this kid's nice. performance. Okay, so he's he's one talented guy, and and uh, I'm excited. Uh, for that, as well as the next Spider-Man film, but I'm sure we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we got, yes, sir. Um, I, I think that's it on my end. Do you have any, I, I got one more. You know, I, I think, <laughs> and I think this is important. I, I think you're really gonna like this one because okay, <laughs> we've spent a lot of time talking about the past, right? Yeah. Talking about where you've been, what you've done, um, you know, where you are right now. I think one of the things, and I don't know if it was in the video or whatever that's on your website, but there was this this, this concept of, of writing your own story. Yeah, yeah. You know, what what's what's the next chapter for Brad Lambert? Where are you going, man? Man, I, I'm just trying to have a bigger stake in this this pie, man. Uh, I'm trying to be more active in this business. I want to make a name for myself, not for the sake of being famous or a celebrity. I want to be known for the right reasons, and I want to impact people. I want to help people. Uh, that project I'm developing, I think, will be a big part of that. Um, but I want to live my passions. I want to help others live their passions. And um, like I said, having a platform and a voice in this industry and making it a little bit more of a positive industry from an aesthetic standpoint, more so than, oh, it's Hollywood, it's XYZ. I mean, I think we all know the uh, the look and feel of this industry that people have about it, you sure. know. And it, it's not all that. There's a lot of good people here. There are bad people here. But mm-hmm. I want to come in and I want to elevate everyone. And when I say everyone, I literally mean everyone. No matter sex, race, religion, whatever. Like, we are all the same. And we should all get the same opportunities. And at the end of the day, let's win together. I mean, okay. I think that's it. So for me, I want to produce films. I want to produce TV shows. I want to consult. I just, I want my hands in as many things as I can. You know, I'm doing some hosting, uh, doing some speaking, obviously. There's a lot of opportunities on the table, but at the end of the day, I just want to work with good people. I want to create good shit and just have fun, man. Man, you're certainly, uh, you are an inspirational guy. <laughs> Thank you, um, man. You know, you are, you, you are as, as advertised. You know, thank you, I, thank I'm you. reading through your Instagram and I'm like, man, can this guy really be this positive? Like, can he really be <laughs> I, this I try, nice? man. I really do. And, and that's the thing I'll, I'll say transparently. This business, my life is not easy. It's yeah. not oh, simple. It is, it is the post I put up today. 
like me surrounded by the Funkos and I yeah. dedicated a, a term to each one. It's like failure, stress, anxiety, yeah. obstacles. Like it is, it is that on a daily basis and I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. And this is not, I'm not saying this for sympathy. It's just like, if you want something, go get it, but don't expect it to come easy. That's right. You know, but in, in the last five years being out here, I've had so many incredible ups and so many ridiculous lows that I can't even put into words, sure. but I am who I am because of both of those things. And that's something where it's like you have to be able to ride the wave and and be patient and understand that things take time and you are going to have things that land on your desk that you're not going to be happy about and that's okay, but you can't like they're you know I don't lose I learn and and I mean that genuinely I'm not trying to sound cliche, but it it's literally like on to the next okay cool what's what's Ariana say thank you next like that's that's kind of where I'm at like it's there there is no time for sulking or sobbing or being upset I mean I have emotions I am sad you know I get bummed out but it's back on the horse let's go again so it's something that you know you said your daughter's at Wilmington you know studying film that's amazing I I hope she gets after it. That's great. But she has to understand that she has to have relationships. Yeah. Without relationships, it's not going to happen. So she has to be proactive and reaching out, building relationships, adding whatever value she can right now to people in LA, New York, Atlanta, North Carolina, wherever, because that's what will help her go. Because at the end of the day, once again, they'll pick up the phone and say, what do you know about so-and-so? And it's her job. And whoever else is listening to make sure they're saying something good, yeah. you know, and that's something that's so important to me. You know, I, I, I want, I really want people to think, you know, positive things about me and some don't and that's fine, but I'm proactive mm-hmm. and, and trying to help people and, and inspire people and, and just bring good vibes, you know, and, and people will have problems with you for whatever reasons they make up in their heads. Sure. But at the end of the day, it's like, we have one life to live go after what you're passionate about, help others along the way. And we, we can all win together. This is not stab someone in the back so you can get ahead. This is literally like, you know, what do you want to do? Cool. Let me see if I can help you. If I can, I will. That's, that's the daily mantra. And it's, you know, something that the project I'm developing and the things I'm working on and the people I'm working with, I think they all resonate with that. And and it's important to really be focused on that and who you surround yourself with. So I wish your daughter the best. And, you know, if there's anything I can do to help her, I will. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's awesome to see she's going after it. And, you know, there are, there are good people in the industry. I, I will say that. So it's, it's, it should be a priority for her to go out and find those people because she will come across with uh, uh, people who have no interest in helping her and that's fine. That's on them, but she can't get discouraged at the end of the day. It's like sales, right? You're going to knock on 250 doors and you might get two responses and one of them might be a yes, you know, and you got to be thrilled with that one. Yes, because that's all it takes. All it takes is that one person to say yes, or let me pick up the phone or let me send that email. And then your whole life changes, you know, but the one thing is like, shoot your shot, man. Like I told you, I always swing for the fence in every aspect of my life, whether it's work, dating, like I I don't, I don't give a shit. Like I'm going to swing for the fence. I don't care about, you know, cliches or anything like I, if I want something, I'm going to go after it. And you're not going to tell me otherwise. If I don't get it, it wasn't meant to be, but I'm, I'm going for it. So that's, that's just something I, I tell everybody else out there, just go get it. 
you know, and, and ride the waves and go up and down and just make the best of what you have and add value and just help as many people as you can. Because if you're that source of providing value consistently, you will always get that phone call every single time. And if people like you, your phone will be ringing off the hook. So make sure that people like you because if they don't, you're going to be very bored. I like you. <laughs> I like you. Well, you're a genuine dude, man. Really and, and, you, man. and we we appreciate you. You certainly thank you. Certainly, you certainly helped us. Um, you know, I I think, and I don't want to sound crazy or anything, but I did. I researched you, right? And the one video <laughs> on your Instagram that I was that I was watching, and it was your birthday video. Oh yeah. <laughs> kept walking up to you and going, Hey Red, happy birthday. And yeah. every time it was like fifteen or twenty times, you're like, appreciate you, bro. But it was like <laughs> but it was totally genuine, yeah. man. Yeah. And like you yeah. are that dude and you've Thank helped you. us. And I just yeah. want to tell you how much I appreciate it. Yeah. My that means a lot, man. Thank you. And and yes, that video uh, that's that's my, my AKA. So it's no longer Mr. Hollywood. It's the realest Yo, motherfucker in yeah, Hollywood. No hey, I you know, I like that a lot better. Yeah, but that, the one thing I'll say is that that video you referenced. That's my best friend. He actually just called me. Um, he he did that, and and he's my brother. I've known him for over a decade, and he's just such a good dude. And once again, like if you have an interaction with someone, you need to pay attention about how you treat them. Yeah. And it, regardless of if him being my best friend and my brother or whatever, right. like it doesn't matter. Like you right. know, he's we're not blood related, but he is fucking family forever. Yeah. So like you need to treat people even if you came up to me 15 times and said the same thing just be kind yeah. like that it, it even if even if you're over it like uh you know uh, thanks thanks it, it just have fun be kind and just in, enjoy it man you know it's cuz that a lot of people get caught up out here man they sure. just do like yeah. the the fame the red carpets all that shit right. i won't trade that for anything i I love going to the movies and there's nothing better than going to a red carpet world premiere of oh, any I can film. imagine. I mean of any film. Only, <laughs> of any film. Especially some of the ones you've been to. No shit. <laughs> Dude, I, and I'm I I I thank the people who've given me those opportunities yeah. all the time. Like Great. out of the blue, if I think of them, shoot them a text. Thanks for everything. Yeah. And the Downey guy, same same thing. Uh, on a, a weekly <laughs> weekly basis weekly basis i'll just text and be like thank you i love you you know thanks That's for everything awesome. because like the stuff in my room is not to show how awesome or cool my life is right. the it's stuff in my room love. is to bring me happiness yeah. That's right. and to show me i have a signed downy poster ahead of me and that was a goal you know like uh, unbelievable accomplishment and experience that i had right i get to look up at that and say fuck what's next you know, what, what's the next beast that I can tackle, right? Yeah. The next impossible goal, you know, what is it? Like, let me write that down. And I have boards in my room where I write shit down, Sure. you know, and, and my, my projects are on there and people I want to meet are on there. And when I came out to LA, when I moved here, obviously I had Downey's name on a list. I had Gary V's name on a list and I had Scooter Braun on the mm -hmm. list. And two of those three are checked off in five years. Yeah. And, wow. you know, Scooter is imminent. That'll happen soon, yeah. probably sooner without COVID. But, um, <laughs> but it's just a point of like setting those big goals and, and just doing what you can to add value around them and just being persistent in, in your approach because it's not, it's not going to come quick. It's just not, you know. 
but at the end of the day, it's like you, you have to do what makes you happy and surround yourself with things that make you happy. And when I look at these Funkos or, you know, these pictures in my room, whether it's sports or anything, like it's, it constantly just lights me up and I have bad days. Everybody does, yeah. but I, you, you got to look at the things that make you truly happy. And that's your, your tap of energy, excitement and happiness that you can kind of tap into whenever you need. Because, you know, not everyone's going to get out of bed excited and happy for whatever reasons. That's right. And that's okay. But there's a lot out there to be excited about and happy about. And I just, like I said, the, the world's a shit fucking storm right now. And uh, I'm just trying to do what I can with what little I have to, to combat that. And, you know, they say darkness can't drown out darkness, right? Only lightness, light can do that, right? So that's something that I'm just trying to do my best to, to bring each and every day and you know it's it's been fun but you know seeing people come out here and, and get sucked into the the bullshit and the sure. ego and the just like look you're not as important as you think it's you are right. so wake up and you it know away like that too it exactly and, yeah. and 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 it will happen for most yeah and that's something where it's like you have to be very proactive for that not to happen right, right. So a lot of people who think they're invincible and untouchable and whatever because they have millions of followers and are super famous or whatever, you can be canceled overnight for some yeah. stupid, insensitive shit that you do. Mm -hmm. and, and you have to be open to acknowledge that you're wrong yeah. and change. Because if you don't change, then you're done, right? Yeah. But, you know, that, that's something that the industry, like, like I said, that there's a lot that I'm trying to do and I just want to inspire and support any anyone and everyone and and whatever i can do to help i do and it's you know i just want my, my goal i want a bigger platform like if you yeah. give me big numbers and incredible things will happen and i'm not talking paid advertisements and stupid right. you know logan paul shit i'm talking like <laughs> actual impact and change yeah. um right. because once again going back to what i said earlier it's not about me yeah so well, listen, man, any, anything that we can do to help, I mean, we consider you a brother of this show. No doubt. Yeah, You're practically right like, you. a, like an unofficial, official member now. At this point, I feel like we just have family. Um, I mean, you guys will have your tips about Cleveland and, and the Steelers. I'm actually an Eagles fan, but I kept that to myself till the end. <laughs> we don't have any beef with you guys. We really don't. I, I know you guys do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, we don't. No, yeah. Now, if he was a Ravens fan, like, then we yeah, could, been we could actually talk to you. Yeah, they've been walking all yeah, I mean, uh, you, you guys are just like the the redheaded stepchild. We're, of the <laughs> we're a little brother, man. <laughs> but honestly, man, Brad, this has been a great conversation. Yeah. Uh, hold on a little bit. We'll talk a little bit off camera. Uh, sure. But, you know, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, this of course. Is just it, it's it, it's been a phenomenal episode. I literally thank you, thank right you so now. much. And um, yeah, for those of you listening, again, make sure you check out Brad Lambert. Brad, besides Instagram, any other uh, platforms, websites where anybody can find you at? Uh, I mean, my website is bradrlambert.com. You can check me out on there. Um, feel free to reach out. But my Instagram is is my bread and butter. That's my platform that I'm putting the most uh, time into. Um, and, uh, you know, from there, I think you can follow along on the journey and yes, we can uh, have some fun. Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent. Again, Brad Lambert, thank you so much. Again, a big shout out to our sponsors, Andrew Newman, Yes Weekly, Zibster. The website is popculturepodcast.com. We can't keep it any simpler than that. And of course, the, the podcast, Zero Dark Nerdy. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, anywhere you listen to us. 
Uh, I'm sure we're going to have Brad back on the show as no often as, as he can no literally be on the show. Let's go. I'm free tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, any questions you have for him moving forward, you know, please send them to us on the website. It's on the contact us form. We'll be more than glad to send them to Brad. And I know he's a busy man, but if he can answer Hit you. Hit me directly. I, I try uh, to respond to everybody in my, in my DM. So perfect. by all means. Perfect. So again, thank you so much, Brad. Uh, make sure you check us out next week on another episode of Zero Dark Nerdy. And we'll see you next time. And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 